on the front page with me this morning, Pakarin Krishnan, senior producer at Al Jazeera, also former Start deputy editor, and Ashwat Ismail, executive editor, news and current affairs at Astro Awani. Good morning, gentlemen. Hi, good, good morning, morning Chess. Okay, let's take a look at this first story. Now, City Hall, um, DBKL has seized three illegal stalls outside the Sogo Shopping Center in KL for operating without a license. Fifteen officers from its enforcement department had acted on public complaints and now three stall operators who failed to display a valid license. Now, this is um, a typical scene, I guess, on this busy thoroughfare. Parker in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, city. Because I think all of us walk past yeah. them every day. Yeah, that it's, it's kind of normal, to them. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're quite essential in, in some ways, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, why seize these stalls after, uh, you know, all this time? It, Almost ingrained in, in right. the shopping culture now in KL, isn't it? Okay, to me, it's simple. If you have to apply the rule of law, which I think the new government is kind of mm-hmm. emphasizing, re-emphasizing, right. uh, everybody is subjected to the law. If you need a license, you apply for it. Right. Uh, otherwise, you're being unfair to those who are actually uh, law-abiding citizens. Obviously, the raid was conducted because of uh, complaints from the license, and I think it's fair to do so because the informal vendors are seen as tax-avoiding, uh, not paying, playing the rules, unhygienic, that's a big issue, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no proper controls, and then they're seen as usurpers of the right to public spaces. That means they take away spaces, block areas and all yeah. that. But having said that, there has to be a solution. Right. Maybe we should talk more on the solution yeah. right. than actually going after them. Right. There are ways. I would say uh, City Hall should be more sensitive instead of you know, raiding, go and mm-hmm. warn them, give them a couple of warnings or three or four, find them and, and facilitate licensing. them with licensing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Go and, and offer them licensing, a, one, yeah. uh, a mobile licensing center. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think yeah. so, Ashwan? Yeah, I mean, yeah, so. If you take a look at the trend, the way we report it, the media report all this while, it boils down to several sections of the law, regulation section 46, in which you have stated just now about the hygienic and uh, at the same time there's a lot of cases that actually relate related to section 70 bracket 1 of the same in which I can quote from here mm-hmm. the same act uh, stipulates that no person shall erect any building without the prior written permission of the local authority but have, you know despite having said all of these issues over and over again these businesses definitely sprout from time yes. to time you see so I guess it boils down to the issue of how you can make use of the urban spaces much mm-hmm. more in, in, in a better manner. See? And number two, I guess, how we can learn from our Nusantara brother. For example, mm-hmm. like in Malaysia, in mm-hmm. Solo, mm-hmm. in which, in Solo, in, in Central Java, they recognize those sellers, those street hawkers as part of the, the custodian of local cuisine and culture. Right. In this era of technological yeah. advancement, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, yeah. the <laughs> food is very nice, you know. Yeah. And uh, th- those are the people in which we have to uh, take care of. They are making honest living at the mm. end of the right. day. Okay. In the hot seat with me this morning on front page, I have Ashwat Ismail, Executive Editor, News and Current Affairs from Astro Awani, also Parker and Krishnan, Senior Producer at Al Jazeera and former Star Deputy Editor. When we come back, we'll take a look at the Cabinet discipline under question after <laughs> Minister's outbursts. <laughs> Up next on Light. 
On front page this morning, Ashwat Ismail, Executive Editor, News and Current Affairs, Astro Awani, also Parker and Krishnan, Senior Producer at Al Jazeera, former Star Deputy Editor. Let's take a look at this one. A less than diplomatic response by a minister to a colleague who was hoping to expand his jurisdiction has brought into question the organizational discipline among some leaders in the Pakatan Harapan government. Now, a source had told FMT that many senior officials were uneasy with remarks from international Trade and Industry Minister Daryl Liking in response to Entrepreneur Development Minister Rizwan Yusuf's suggestion for an expansion of the latter's ministry. I mean, this actually went on back and forth. Can you give us the background, Ashvat? Well, if you take a look at the <coughs> issue, I think it boils down to the new public sphere. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about the new public sphere, in this era of new Malaysia, so-called after May 9th, you know, people expect more from the government. You know, the expectation is very high. So hence what the suggestion to expand Entrepreneur Development Ministry, you know, according to their liking, is not brought up by in, in, in the cabinet. I guess it's not about the issue of whether it's brought up in the cabinet or not. Mm-hmm. I guess when it comes to entrepreneurship, we are in in, 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 the, in the process of creating a culture of entrepreneur, not just among those, you know, the working class, but as well among the kids. Are you saying that now we have to work in silos? But to be fair to him, the issue is whether he is being rude or defensive. not defensive. Mm-hmm. But I have to. I think we have to be fair. Let's take what he has said. Let's take a look at what he has said. In let's quote. Every ministry has its portfolio, which is own focus under Tun Dr. Mahathir's Mohamed cabinet. Uh, we work together and we report to each other. Mm-hmm. So meaning to say that he's not being defensive, but maybe the way he answered the question or <laughs> somehow certain people perceive that based on perception, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we thought it was the opposition. Well, yeah. I mean, is, is it right though for the minister to request for this kind of authority? Are they entitled? Uh, yeah, having said that, I, I personally feel it's wrong to have such public spats. Right. I'm not sure right. how right. this issue came about, whether uh, Rezwan publicly asked for it, which he should not have. But the fact that Daryl Liking is publicly responding in a manner that we all think it was a bit brash and all mm-hmm. that uh, is not justified as well. Right. Uh, you see, they have the platform, yeah. the weekly cabinet meetings. And uh, I mean, this is not some schoolboys meeting where you say, hey, that's mine, this is yours. But the thing yes. is, you have technocrats in your ministry, come right. up. With the with yeah. the with your studies, come up with your researchers mm-hmm. and say which should be which, and yeah. there must be a cabinet paper for all these things. You discuss it. What the public will think is, oh, this guy, you know, they're fighting, yeah. Yeah. they're fighting for some departments which yeah. is money making mm-hmm. or money is involved, and they want to use it. So that's what comes out, you know. And then mentioning Tony Fernandez, you know, think, oh yeah, they want the big departments and big yeah. areas, and um, there must there are procedures, yeah. and I think. Pakistan Harapan means to stop this public feuding over yes. matters that's very personal. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you you fight for the public is fine. I agree. Because at the end of the day, you have WhatsApp group, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, or regular <laughs> meetings. I mean, there are meeting rooms everywhere. Group, yeah. <laughs> Don't get, just, our concern is do not give out bad signal to the people that, right. you know, we are relying on you to, to, to come up with the proper policy. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> on front page this morning is Parkerin Krishnan, senior producer at Al Jazeera. Also, Ashvad Ismail, executive editor, news and current affairs at Astro Awani. When we come back, we'll talk about those three detained over inappropriate remarks on the Yang Di Pertuan Agung's <coughs> resignations. That's next on Light.
With me this morning on Front Page, Parker and Krishnan, and senior producer at Al Jazeera, also former Star Deputy Editor, and Ashvat Ismail, Executive Editor, News and Current Affairs from Astro Awani. Now, in the news, this is uh, something we've been discussing on and offline. Police have detained three individuals to facilitate investigations into social media postings on Sultan Muhammad V's resignation as the Yang Dipertuan Agong, which were deemed allegedly inappropriate and inflammatory. Now, I guess the question is, besides being detained by the police, uh, I understand these individuals um, have been fired from their jobs, also have been made to resign. I mean, can you be fired for comments you make on social media that's not related to work and is, in fact, done outside of the working hours? I feel that it's preposterous for employers to sack or suspend their staff on social media posts on a personal matter, on an issue of concern uh, for the nation and the people. I mean, if you talk about the company, uh, you run down the company in your post, that's another matter. You have disciplinary actions to be taken. Yeah. But sacking for this, I think it's it's absurd if you ask me because there was no peace threatened. I mean, I mean yeah. if mm-hmm. peace is threatened, leave it to the police. Wait for the cops to pick, pick him up, uh, go for the uh, investigation. But that said, this was a, it's a sensitive issue, yeah? Yeah. It yeah. is, it is. It indeed. is, but, but there must indeed. be a, a way they say it. Uh, I mean, mm. unless you use fanities on, on, the, on yeah. the royalty. But let's go back to what Mahathir said no. uh, the, yesterday. He said it's time to come out with specific laws and specific right. phrases that mm-hmm. are not used against it because he said, he mentioned it. He said, we are in an era of a new freedom of speech mm-hmm. in the country. So he says the enforcement guys right. do not know what is they're not clear about what is wrong right. what is right mm-hmm. to stay against so I, I guess from my opinion we have to put things into perspective number one is what the government the need for government to define uh, what is the words or actions that can be you know uh, translated as uh, insults to the institution mm-hmm. of monarchy that's one and number two when it comes to whether the question uh, from you, Shaz, was can you be fired because of comments you made outside work on social media, mm-hmm. I guess. When it comes to businesses, the most important is reputation. Yes. And employees association and associated to the brand of the company. And hence why nowadays, if you take a look at their policy, even in our company, we have mm. social media policy, right? Yes. So that is very important for each and every employee to understand. Why is that so? Uh, you know, this is my personal comment, I think, to do with... Mm, you know, but where I work. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But when it comes to brand association, it's very important that the management, definitely the SLT will be like going... He- yeah, going I, going I guess you have to look at your company yeah. compliance right. code, yeah? All right. Well, I agree, but it's, it's totally wrong to, co- to, to limit your, you know, your, your, your space to, right. to, be, to speak your mind. Company brand is one thing. Company policy is one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't run on my company. Company. Mm-hmm. I don't abuse my uh, company computer. It's my personal computer, and I have my views. I mean, you must have this freedom in, in Malaysia. Yeah, but when in New comes, Malaysia, when it comes to giving out comments, right, is yep. the culture of respect, and in this case, is the protecting the sanctity of the mm-hmm. institution. Okay, well, with me this morning on front page, I have Parker and Krishnan, senior producer at Al Jazeera, also Ashvat Ismail from Astro Awani. When we come back, we'll take a look at uh, our finance minister Lim Guan Eng seeking to clear the air over Sarawak's debt to Putrajaya. That's up next here on Light on front page. 
Which with me this morning, I've got Ashvat Ismail, Executive Editor, News and Current Affairs from Astro Awani, also Parkerin Krishnan, Senior Producer at Al Jazeera, and also formerly the Star Deputy Editor. Let's take a look at our Finance Minister who's in the news. He had sought previously, just recently, to provide clarity over the amount of money owed to the federal government by Sarawak after a prolonged public spat with the state government, citing from federal government records as of December 31st, 2018, Lim said Sarawak owes 2.43 billion with arrears amounting to 46.5 million ringgit. Now, what is the issue that has required uh, Lim Guaning to clear the air over Sarawak's debt? Why is this uh, a muddy thing? To me, initially, it sounded like some along issue. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, yeah, I think, you know, seriously, this is another public spat we're talking mm. about could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. Now, look, you are the tourism minister. You made a statement, brash state, a statement which is not verified, that Sabah has got their money, we haven't got their money. Yeah. While I think there were some ways go, the finance minister could have handled it in a different way, mm. But I think the Karim started the whole thing right. with some false accusation. When the chief minister corrected him, he said, no, no, we didn't, don't owe anything, which was <laughs> absolutely wrong. <laughs> we don't only owe 2.4 billion. You also are in arrears of 50 million ringgit, yeah. apparently. So what's the uh, issue here? The issue is actually just calling up, yeah. take a phone and guarding an answer. And this, this is what we want. Yeah. Exactly. Not, not make. Why do they go to the media all the time? I do not know. Let's is, take is a look at popular, the populist approach. Populist, uh, let's yeah. take a look at the fact. I guess <laughs> according to Lim Guan himself, in his statement, if I'm not mistaken, on Sunday, the distribution of 50% tourism tax for 2018 to all state governments would be done in the first quarter of this year. Mm. Right? Yeah. So, what's the issue here? <laughs> so, someone fed him the wrong information saying that hey, Sabah has got it and since we are in the opposition, yeah. I mean, technically, they are the opposition state government. So, it's favoritism. I mean, he was trying to accuse yeah. Pakatan Harapan of playing politics. Mm-hmm. So, where do we see an end to this? <laughs> this is uh, public spat. spat. Yeah, public spat. Once they, they open up a WhatsApp group, you know, <laughs> they have to talk to each other and because we need to understand the background of this story, what mm. basically revolves around, let's say, for example, like the question here, is it right for the federal government to hold back the share of tourism tax? But the background of the story is that when Sabah and Sarawak would get 50% of all tax revenue collected from the two states, should Pakatan Harapan from the federal government after May 9th, in which Lim Guan Ng further said that both states would receive 20% in oil revenue, which is it boils down to this state government belongs to which party? Mm. In this new era of a new Malaysia, okay. so called, you know, at the end of the day, we, the public, wants to know what's the, in it for us, what's in it for the nation, what's in it for the state. I guess when it comes to the deal between the federal state, the federalism, somehow both government, state government and federal government, have to work closely together. And I think the the federal government could have handled it in a way like, look, call, call Karim up, say, yeah. come, let's have a chat. Let me show you the books and, right. and this is yeah. it. I mean, that's the way to handle things rather than, you know, just yeah. coming out with press statements. Yes. This should not be about the pride. All right. Uh, with me this morning, Parker and Krishnan, senior producer at Al Jazeera, former star deputy editor. Also, Ashvat Ismail, executive editor, news and current affairs, Astro Awani. When we come back, we'll take a look at Joe Lowe, who's been lying low. Um, he has lashed out <laughs> at the Wall Street Journal article claiming that China offered to bail out 1MDB. We'll find out more after this.
With me this morning on front page, I've got Ashvat Ismail, executive editor, news and current affairs from Astro Awani, also Parker and Krishnan, senior producer at Al Jazeera, former star deputy editor. Now, fugitive businessman Lo Take Jode has denied a Wall Street Journal report claiming that China had offered to bail out 1MDB in 2016 in exchange for lucrative contracts. Lo, better known as Joe Lo, um, said the article was part of a sustained attempt to conduct a trial by media by the administration of Prime Minister Tun Dr. Mahathir Muhammad. Can you tell us about the background of this story or this bailout? Well, I guess bailout? it's just another story of, you know, about the way to feel the super duper mega scandal of 1MDB again. Mm-hmm. And it's financial black hole. So I guess when it comes to this story, if you read the billion dollar will that was written by Tom Wright and Bradley Hope, for example, chapter 48, The China Connection, which stated clearly, according to them, uh, the fund had more than 13 billion in debt and needed to repay Abu Dhabi for bailing it out. And according to the book, in a series of deals, Chinese state-owned companies agreed to acquire the bulk of 1MDB assets. I guess this is the whole background of this story, in which dated January 7, if I'm not mistaken, it brought in the latest article of Tom and Bradley where they have detailed out this angle based mm-hmm. on minutes from a series of previously undisclosed meetings reviewed by the Wall Street Journal. So now, I guess when they detail out, according to their source, they detail out the minutes, that's where the, the, the focus of this issue is, again, about Jolo and how they go about it. The question here for us, the media in Malaysia, where is he? Yes. Where is Jolo? Big and question. now everything is about the spokesman or the lawyer, right? Right, Parker. Okay. No, the, the thing is, you know, the Wall Street Journal has explicitly said it has cited some of the minutes. That's very interesting because which minutes? Yeah. Whose minutes? Is it the Malaysian mm. authorities, the Chinese authorities? Mm. To a layman and to a journalist like me, I don't think it's from the Chinese authorities. So I believe it's the leak from the Malaysian side, if it's right. true. Now, mm. e- even the finance minister Lim Goning has said that we will uh, look at it if we have the black and white mm. minutes or some documents that show that this meeting did yeah. take place. So now we're all waiting with, uh, you know, bated breath for these minutes because mm-hmm. we want to know the truth as well. I'm sure every Malaysian is waiting to, to go for Jolo. Right. And uh, his response to this was pretty arrogant, calling Dr. Mahathir's government, Dr. Mahathir and the government, you know, some with uh, some names which morally bankrupt government. I mean, mm. come on, coming from Jolo, it's this is rich. very annoying. <laughs> yeah. I think every Malaysian is very angry yeah, right. with him for coming out with that statement. Morally bankrupt, hey, well, man, he brought down the kleptocrat, <laughs> man. And, and it's, not about, it's not about a question of uh, trial by the media. He himself should be, you know, be gentleman enough to come back. Yes. <laughs> and face, face the music. Yeah, right. Yeah. He is definitely morally bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much, gentlemen, for joining us this morning to look at headlines. Thank you, Sharon, for having thank us. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Mr. Baggy. Of course, that was uh, Parker and Krishnan, senior producer at Al Jazeera, and Ashwat Ismail from Astro Awani.